diapers for my giant dinosaur that breathes fire, <laughs> and I didn't really get that much return on my investment. Whoa, whoa, Rush Limbaugh wasn't in the film. No, he's Satan. He was, he was, if anything, he would be Galvatron, I would think. Like, if, if Rush Limbaugh were to be any, he's not going to be an Autobot whoa, or whoa, a whoa, Dinobot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The thing you forget about that movie is the best thing about it is Mark Wahlberg. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 he was entertaining. Guys, I think we found a Transformer. A look, Transformer. look, I'm doing all this stuff to get you through college. I'm, a, I'm an inventor. I live in a fucking farmhouse. Let's like, and then, uh, oh. and then fucking T.J. Miller get turned into ashes. Oh, my like, God. No, no, that was compelling, but I was also like... No, they really killed off the best actor in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like okay, uh, this, okay, TJ uh, Miller Transformers movie. I, can, I think I can. Uh, I didn't even know he was in it until we started the movie. The go to no. this movie was I knew TJ Miller was in it, and I love Silicon Valley. Although I found out he was in Yogi Bear, which I've never watched and probably ever will. Uh, and also <laughs> that there was going to be Yo, a fire breathing dinosaur robot. There was. That there was. Prime gets to ride. There was. He did. He did. Why did I have to wait two and a half hours to see that? I don't know. Had a lot. I liked it. <laughs> Why couldn't they have just called the movie Optimus Prime Rides a Fire-Breathing Dinosaur? Because that wouldn't have been entirely accurate. <laughs> Not to this film. I'm just saying, why couldn't that have been the title, and then you make the film you know, with the title I, I like that's what you're complaining about, considering like the one thing you should be complaining about is how Optimus was a genocidal maniac against the human race. Which I would even see that film. But they get the characters so wrong. Like it reminded me of like how uh, fans must have felt when they watched the first Transformers movie, the cartoon version. Fun fact, uh Optimus Prime's uh, first uh mode was actually uh a cremation of an uh, <laughs> Oh god. Uh, uh. I guess that's time to cue the music, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this live? <laughs> no, no, it's not, actually. The really amazing thing, though, from my point of view, um, is that as good as Guardians was, I saw an even better movie a couple weeks beforehand. In my opinion, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is probably the best movie of the year. I it mean, is damn good. It is a, a, a piece of art. It I know. is so wonderfully crafted from just the, the plotting to the amazing world building they spend like the first 20 minutes on in the movie showing how the apes set up a society and the little details in that society uh like uh have you seen it more than once no i've just seen it the once. uh well i don't know if you noticed but uh the entrance to their uh camp mm -hmm. uh above it has the the window his window from the house. Uh, I, I saw his like window symbol. Um, they like on the uh, the rock. Uh, yeah, the plateau rock yeah. where he probably stands to talk. Uh -huh. It was like it, that, that's his sort of flag. Like if they yeah. were to have flags, that would be his. Oh yeah. Symbol. Like, I saw it in a. Well, me and David both saw it. Um, 
and a double feature with Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And I hadn't seen that one either. Because honestly, before these two films, I could have given a shit about Planet of the Apes. I, th I think that's <laughs> what most of our generation is like. Our parents' generation is like, yeah, fucking Planet of the Apes, yeah! So now now you like Mark Wahlberg in a Transformers film, but if he's in a, if he's in a Planet crap, of the Apes a film... Ape. <laughs> I haven't seen that Tim Burton one in forever. I know. I, have absolute, I know it's bad. What? I haven't gone back to it. good. What, what yeah. do you do, you, you damn dirty ape? Why am I doing walking? Never mind. I, no, don't no. worry. Don't uh, worry. Oh, uh, look, uh, a planet. They blew it up, and now the Statue of Liberty is on the beach in ruins, and I have no idea why Christopher Walken is in a Planet of the Apes movie, but he'd be a little bit more riveting than uh, Charles and Heston. <laughs> I don't Holy normally crap, guys. go for the, the green the ladies, but uh, <laughs> this lady with the statue, she's got nice feet. But, um, yeah, this was just an amazing piece of work from... Everybody involved with it. I agree. Like Andy Circus, what he do, what he did in both of those movies is amazing because he, he he made one of the most fascinating characters I've ever seen on screen. Just because there's a, a, like a little bit of a barrier there because you can't like he can sort of speak and he can sort of communicate, but not in a manner that we're used to. So th there's a little barrier there that sort of makes you work at reading his facial expression, reading his body language, mm -hmm. how he's reacting to things. There's so much there to, to think about that it, it engages you in a way that you don't normally get when you're watching people just talk. It, it, it was a, a tremendous bit of acting. And the, the special effects by Weta is fucking phenomenal. Like, you don't know, hmm. like, I actually have no idea what that, like, some of those monkeys... I almost have to say we're real. Otherwise, I mean, it's just that, like, having the crowd scenes of the monkeys. Yeah. I mean, they probably are all CG. But uh, yeah, excuse of me, course. Um, apes are actually um, a different type of scene. <laughs> they, they point that out, I believe, in many of the Planet of the Apes films. <laughs> Monkey, yes, as everybody clearly knows, uh, simians are lacking in the tail department. <laughs> well, well, they have tail bones, but they don't have, like, a grasping tail, like one might find on a, on a capuchin monkey or other similar type of ape. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked Ra the only thing about Rise of the Planet of the Apes that annoyed me was some of the... The neighbor? Well, yeah, the human characters in there were a little too angry. You're kind of like, you're ridiculous. Didn't, you're, didn't their disease wipe out like 90% of well, the Earth's population, well, it, it, though? He's talking specifically about Rise. Yeah, I mean, at that point, the only smart ape is... Uh, Caesar. Caesar. So everybody sort of should be living normal lives. So they, they, like their reactions, especially uh, uh, Malfoy, who worked with the monkeys. Yeah. The, 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 oh, wait, Malfoy's the back? No, no, we're talking about Rise. <laughs> we're talking about Rise of the Planet I should of the stop Apes saying monkey. Uh, the ape pound that uh, uh, Caesar gets uh, sent to. He's like the main worker on it, and he's like extra rough and evil and abusive and you're kind of like oh, no it's spoilers he gets electrocuted and it's so it's worth seeing the film for that <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Andy Serkis I mean I, I, I love that he got like top billing on the movie yeah, yeah for, for Don he was the top billed character so just to be clear he was playing he was reprising his role as, as, as Caesar, Caesar yeah yes, of was. course yeah, he was fucking great and, and, and I love the the there's uh, None of the characters in there, like even like the quote unquote bad guys, they're fleshed out. They're 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 magnetoed so that they're 
they're actual people. They're actual <laughs> characters. Like uh, uh, Koba. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you grow with them over the course of the two movies, too. Mm-hmm. They're all in that first one. You already know their relationship and w- why they respect Caesar. And you just see that grow, and it's it's nice. Yeah, like, like uh, Koba, the antagonistic monkey, he saved Caesar's life at the beginning of the yeah. movie. He, you know, he, Caesar has to fight off a bear and save his son, and Koba comes up comes from behind and stabs the monkey. Yeah. Or not the monkey, the bear. The um, bear, yeah. And what is it with you and I'm misidentifying mammals today? It's as bad as me. It's, it's as bad as me and, like, normal people's names. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Koba, I mean, he was, uh, in the first movie, I mean, he's he's got, he's scarred. He's, like, sort of, one of his eyes is sort of Nick fury where it's sort of foggy and stuff, so it's clearly not working. And he, yeah, before he got uh, uh, infected with the smart gas or whatever the hell, he, you know, he got abused. He was. The monkey smoked marijuana. Yes. <laughs> it's California. These but, are Cal- uh, Franco was involved. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. Do the monkeys? Do the monkeys? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm doing it now too. Do the apes at any point like? decide like let's do the world's end or they decide to make you know pineapple express too because that would be a sign of an advanced society to me and they are in california so yeah. i mean uh, i'm just saying advanced societies need to have room for such high levels of art you know what what kind of sucks about the uh, rise having uh well half shitty characters like characters that are pretty bad because what i think the, the films excel at are their good characters and, like, uh, John Lithgow in the first one it was, it was just fantastic, in my opinion. His, the performance he gives is just great. Yeah, it's all it, right. It's not the... I mean, uh, he's kind of... He's Better essentially sort of one-note to a degree. What? He's sort of one-note. I mean, he's the parent with Al- Alzheimer's that Franco's trying to create cure. Yeah. But, I mean, he, do, he does the transformation well after he's cured. Yeah. And when he... I don't know, because... Like he doesn't really get delved into. He's definitely a supporting character, yeah. so he does his job well. But it's not amazing to me in mm. any manner. Well, compared to the other supporting characters, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he isn't irrationally angry. Like the neighbor or the boss. Yeah, the neighbor is like, calm the fuck down, dude. And he's a guy who wipes everybody out because he gets yeah. on to a plane when he shouldn't. <laughs> I liked him on Stargate Atlantis. So, but he's such a he has an annoying face. That man. <laughs> he really does. He is an unlikable man. Um, but uh, yeah, Koba, no. he he he's hurt by humans, and he doesn't trust them at all. So when like uh, uh, the first, it's been a couple years since um, the apes have even seen humans, and they're trying to set up a, a you know live in San Francisco again. So they need to establish electricity, and in the apes' territory is a dam that would supposedly give them electricity back. And Caesar, in some sort of attempt to create peaceful relations allows them to try and fix it and Koba's like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and do you know what they did to us you know why, why the majority of us are here and so that's where the the conflict comes from and I, I believe it's very well like set up why Koba hates humans so much and even like the, the performance by everybody else who's an ape in that movie like is incredibly well done everybody like n- none of the apes feel like out of place or like too human. It's it's. It is an incredible piece of acting by everybody involved. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I was just... He was moved by by your lyrical description of no, the I film. Just, I was just uh, 
checking levels and stuff. <laughs> I wasn't getting anything on the headphones, but it's showing up on there. I was con- confused. Mm-hmm. And I love it, it that it was one of those movies that when an action scene happened, like, it, it, it had a legitimate purpose. Like, we were talking about Transformers before yeah. all this. You know. Let, the, let's never talk it, about it again. <laughs> complete opposites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um. It yeah. didn't kind of, like, throw away the rules of film grammar. Like, the action was easy to turn. It wasn't, like, mm-hmm. shaky camera, that type of stuff. No, no yeah. No. There was a great single uh, uh, take where the camera was stuck on, like, a, um, a tank. And it was just, like, the tank was uh, uh, rotating around. And it was just seeing all of these monkey apes um, attack the human compound, like, just in one take. And it was gorgeous. I, uh, uh, the, the director, Matt Reeves, he did a... a the last movie I think he did was a couple years ago, Let Me Go, the, uh, um, or Let Me In. I didn't, oh, okay. I'll admit I didn't the actually like the, the remake. I, I love the remake. I just, I guess I like the original a lot better, although don't watch the original dub because that ruins the point of watching it. Okay. But how do you understand it then? Oh, wait. It's called it, subtitles. Yeah. I'm an American, oh, but sorry, I'm not. Sorry, a... <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I, I was like, wait a minute. You just explained, you just explained yeah, yeah, American yeah. aversion to all foreign films. You're like, well, how will I understand what's going on? I won't get the intrinsic human I, I, drama sorry, if I for have some to reason, read. My brain went, I don't speak Swedenese. <laughs> Them Swedish kids are creepy, is that's all I'm saying, okay? Yeah, I don't think I watched the. Sorry, when you said that, I, my brain immediately went to subtitle just because that's how I do normally watch it. Yeah. Like, anime and stuff, I normally... Yeah, yeah precisely. Like, I'm like, you are not anti-subtitles. <laughs> so hearing you say, like, but how will I yeah, understand? Yeah, it's, like, such a weird <laughs> moment. It, it made me, like, lose all hope that people will ever come to appreciate foreign <laughs> cinema. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Let Me In, I thought, had a, a bunch of really great, you know, visual... Like, at the end of it, when, you know, the Chloe Moretz comes in and murders all those guys, you don't see the, 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 the murder, because you're stuck with the mm-hmm. main character yeah. in the pool, and you're just seeing the blood. It you're was... hearing things through mm-hmm. the pool, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, he is a director with a very unique point of view well, that, I don't know, I enjoy. Yeah. Well, the problem with that is, like, it, that's just shot for shot from the original. So, like, it wasn't that it was being unique. That was my main concern with watching that, and just like, oh... This is literally just a shot-for-shot remake of the original, but with slightly less authenticity because I love the location shoots in the original because they are in fucking Sweden, and it it does get that weird climate thing where it's like, oh, well, for four hours, it's going to be unbelievably bright, and then it's going to be cold and dark, and or it's going to be for 12 hours, it's going to be unbelievably bright, and then it's going to be cold and dark. And then it's like, I don't know, there's a certain authenticity that's added to it and then also just the the original casting of those two because I don't think that they were in the same vein as like Chloe Moretz obviously very talented didn't she get an Oscar nod I don't know if she did no, or not not for that no not for that obviously but yeah, I don't like, think she's actually got an Oscar no I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of just, yeah yeah I'm thinking of like just the same class of young actors that she's in mm-hmm. but so yeah she's a talented actress but I don't know I just like that first thing because I'll probably never see another film with those kids in it but just like for that one piece of art like they were the right right people at the right time whereas these kids will have a career they're talented but like this wasn't like a project that they were wed to and it's just such a shot for shot remake like it's hard for me to give him like directorial credit when it's like he was being the, 
it's the exact same thing that they had in the in the I've Norwegian never saw version. the original. I can't I can't comment on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for the segue, but like I do really love that first film and highly recommend it. I guess like because it reminds me of like uh, the remi- the Gus Van Sant remake of uh, Psycho. Uh, oh, yeah. where where it's almost shot, shot for shot and yeah. it doesn't serve There's a purpose on its own. Like, you know, it does. You know, like uh, you're talking about the one with uh, uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. like uh, it brings up like you know. Uh, like an interesting, po- interesting point, we can say this. For, we'll say this for another podcast. Uh, but uh, like you know, people like who forge art are, are they skilled as the painters of copying? They're able to you know get the techniques down. What did I just watch that on? Yeah, it's seamless. Sweet. And I didn't think it copied it that much. In the like, definitely it, that scene, like in terms of not being able, to, in terms of the muffled experience, the first thing that you see in the pool in the Swedish version is just a tiny, I mean, obviously him, and then you see a tiny trickle of blood fall down, and then you see an arm, surprisingly, float by the kid. Mm-hmm. And and you're hearing you're hearing the struggle the well, whole that's time. that's shot. An episode of The Simpsons is where they did that on last season, where they were talking about the forgers, and if they're actually as good as the oh, original yes. artist. Yeah. I've heard that, that's right. Why don't, that why don't film schools like require kids to make... Like, literally just make remakes of films. Like, hey, hey Psycho hey, was hey, great. Hey, remake it hey. for us. We had to do Twilight Zone episodes. You had to do Twilight Zone yeah. episodes? See, that's good. I mean, that's I mean, good. Kind of like part of, like, you know, in anything, like, you know, as a musician, uh, director, writer, you know, it's uh, taking your influences, you know, kind of chopping them up and uh, spreading them into something else. Yeah. Something yeah. Yeah. Um, well, back to back to the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> is that the name of the next sequel, by the way? Just Planet of the Apes? No, just back to the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> back, back to the Planet of the Apes? You 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 remember the names the of the sixties? The the <laughs> Isn't there like a beneath the Planet Lucky of the Apes is, or yeah. some shit? Isn't that the second one? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I can go look. I, I have one of the Planet of the Apes. I think. Yeah. yeah, and then Conquest is just, one of them. Yeah. Just like, the way they're titled, a back to the planet of the apes is not unreasonable. <laughs> Even yeah. a back to the return of. Return to the rise of the. <laughs> <laughs> return to the rise of the ape people. Um, For yeah, sci-fi. I, uh, the human characters I thought in the, this one were pretty good too. Yeah, Even the guy from. The, uh, well, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, think was Looper. That's the one I think of. Or not Looper. Yeah, well, Lawless. Oh, okay. Um, Still haven't seen that. I want to see that. It's good. It's good. I like it. But yeah, even like the antagonistic humans, I don't really think are that. Oh, I, that one kind of bugged me. The, the, the guy from Fringe, that guy bugged oh, the hell out of me. Gun and stuff? Yeah. I don't. I, I at this point, I sort of understand his anger. To, I mean, but it's sort of like he he to a certain extent is the same as Koba. Yeah. Where you know it, it's sort of stating there's assholes on both sides of this and it's these assholes that's gonna uh, take this peaceful society and make it crumble yeah (laughs) fair enough but uh yeah even uh commissioner gordon like some of the reviews yeah exactly because he's commissioner gordon (laughs) well yeah but like some of the reviews saying like he was over the top and stuff and i'm like i don't i don't think so he reacted pretty well during all of this. I don't know why. He's like, he wasn't over the top to me. In any yeah, he wasn't way. over the top, but he, he was kind of one-dimensional. On a, on a scale of Sirius Black to Dracula, where did it land? <laughs> Closer to Sirius Black? Yeah, he, he's yeah. Commissioner Gordon. With yeah, he's got a stash <laughs> and everything. It's like, it's like I knew there was marijuana. It's like involved. he went from one dystopia to another dystopia. I, I think it's just that like he only has one American voice. When he went through the shroud. 
<laughs> I think maybe he just has one American voice. Like, a lot of ac- English actors have, are great at regional accents, so maybe he's just like, fuck, I only ever learned one regional accent, and they keep, they keep casting me as an American, so... I, I remember, like, uh, like some fan asked him, like, uh, what was behind the shroud that Sirius falls through in Order of the Phoenix, and you know what he said? Huh? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Or Gotham, one of, yeah. one of the two. Um, so, yeah, I, I really would recommend the shit out of it. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched either of them, do a double feature. Like, yeah, watch them back and back. It works really well as a they, double feature, too. They play really well together. Especially mm. with, like, the, the essentially the, the end credits for Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Or the, the opening credits. Of Dawn of, of the Planet, where Dawn. it shows the spread of the virus and the, uh, you know, the death of human civilization. Mm. Yeah. It, you, you could watch them edited together into one movie, and it would work completely. Yeah. Do you like them more or less than the Charlton Heston films? More. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I could give a shit before all. I didn't even yeah. see the first one when it was in theaters. That's how little yeah. I cared. Did nobody it? did. What, the rights of the... No, it did really good. Well, I mean, yeah. nobody... I yeah, saw you gotta respect theaters. people who respect their cinematic integrity. I, I picked it, or my dad picked it up when it came out on DVD, and that's when I watched it. And I was like, well, shit, I wish I would have seen this in theaters. Yeah. I actually did see it in theaters. It was one of those things where I there was not many good movies out that month. So I just went. Didn't it and come out like the same month as like Terminator Salvation? No, it was like August. Yeah, it uh, came out in August of that year. Uh, it's the end of summer. I we had free movie access. I went in. Yeah. I enjoyed it, and yeah. I mean, I would say I did have one more question about it. What do, What do you think about the fact that they brought Apes to the Apes premiere? Uh, I thought that was kind of neat. Did you not hear about that? They took Apes to see the movie. That's kind of stupid. They were sitting in the they front enjoyed row. It. Did they throw poop? I don't know, but I feel like the audience would have deserved it. It's Hollywood. That's... I don't know. (laughs) Why? I don't know. It was afraid of... Do you think it would be frightening? It's a chip in a tuxedo. How do I not have ten of those bad boys? Well, it's just like one of those things you're kind of like, the apes probably don't give a shit. Well, they were watching it the entire time. Maybe we shouldn't have done that, because it is a diagram about overthrowing humanity. (laughs) Actually, it's not. That one's not. They're trying to live together. <laughs> yeah, well, they're the, going to learn that it's... The, the, it's apes, the apes didn't take over the planet. It's just that... Yes. That's, yeah. Uh, well, that's well, not what happened. <laughs> I think that brings up a good question uh, for the next one, because they will do another one. How far ahead should it jump? I don't know. Uh, they actually did shoot something at the end of this where, like, the apes went out on the Golden Gate Bridge, and you saw battleships coming into the harbor. Oh, but, shit. But the, the director decided to take it out because he didn't want to cliffhang the movie that much. He wanted the movie to be able to stand on its own yeah. instead of, you know, marvelizing it to a certain degree. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. But I almost feel like for a sequel, they should need to jump ahead to maybe, like, the end of Caesar. Um, you know, yeah. like... Like, you get stabbed by a... 23 times, shot. yeah. Okay, well, that's actually kind of played upon in this one. Yeah. Does anybody say... Does he ever say, A2, Brute? No, a but two. he might as well have. Yeah. A2, Copa. He a might two. He might as well have. I thought one was supposed to put bros before hoes. You are no ape. Um, I, I feel like it needs to jump ahead to, like, maybe his youngest son. Blue eyes. R- yeah, Blue Eyes, who, who is now grown up. Oh, he should have named him Antony or Cleopatra. And I didn't have questioned his life choices. Augustus. Well, wait. No, no, his, his newborn that he has in... Oh, uh, you mean the newborn. Yeah, the I newborn. I don't think that one was named. No, I don't think it was. 
Uh, I almost feel like he needs to be the adult and in focus, mm. and then have like a Children of Dune scenario. Well, apparently, apes can live for a long fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Like there was one a couple of years ago that died that was like in Tarzan movies oh, man. back in the thirties. Oh wow! It was in its eighties when it passed. Oh wow! Fast. So apes can can barely last a long while. Oh wow! <laughs> Yeah, look how long Ronald Reagan lasted. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, to, to be fair, he actually did do some ape films. Does anybody in here remember Bedtime for Bonzo? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He got he became president based on the strength of his his human simian relationship, human or human ape relationship. Uh, A chimpanzee was his buddy, and he became president. That's all I'm saying. Huh. No larger political statement, but I'm just saying if you're running for president, it doesn't hurt to have a chimpanzee buddy. How about that? People that um, yeah, I, I would agree. It's definitely one of my. You, you agree it's good to have a best, chimpanzee uh, buddy? Best movies, best movies of the, the year yeah, by far. Yeah. Over Cap? Yeah. Oh, well. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. I, I don't think Cap would have been the top one anyways. Oh. I really like Snowpiercer. <laughs> Fair enough. Me too. Fair enough. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> Cap and Snowpiercer are definitely in my top movies, and so is uh, Roger Ebert uh, documentary, Life Itself. Oh, I cannot wait to see that. It's at, it's at uh, Castleton. Do you know he actually did some really nice Twitter things for us? Cause that, that was a big... Is that the Castleton or the art cinema? Well, like, I'm going to go see that. Like, in yeah, the, the, the fancy mall. If, uh, okay. Keystone <laughs> yeah. and the Crossing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well, I think Castleton. I think the Castleton AMC. It, it's really good. He he actually interacted with with us on Twitter at, at race spending and was really really kind. Uh, he was one of the most outspoken. Well, I mean, I, not, I'm not saying that as a pun. Please don't take it bad. I mean, he was literally like one of the most outspoken supporters of, of our efforts. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you there, game. I, well, I thought, I thought, we got you. No. Okay, we got you. Okay. But yeah, it'll be it'll definitely be an interesting year for our uh, year end wrap up. Because so. I'm pretty sure I could put, like, a top ten thing right now. Yeah, I feel like I could, too. With that, like, the, uh, obviously, like, Cap, Snowpiercer, Donald Planet of the Apes, Lego Movie. Um, was Edge that of this Tomorrow. year? Yeah, that was out in February. Wow. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Came out on my birthday. Oh. Yeah. That was a good birthday. Lego Movie. <laughs> George Hill dropped 37 points against the Trailblazers. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that was that weekend. I, I got to talk to one of, the, one of the dudes behind the Medora document about the High school basketball team from Indiana. Uh, I got to talk hoops with him. Uh, it was a good weekend. Hmm. Anyway, uh, let's move on to Comic-Con bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Comic-Con yeah. bullshit. Is it okay to start by th- saying thanks to friends of the show who actually won Eisner's this year, which is exciting. I will admit this is the first time I've ever followed the Eisner's. <laughs> I actually gave a shit enough about the industry awards to be like, I need to find this on Twitter. And it was really, really fun to do so. Um, I just saw the list of the winners. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really look for it. He's I was just some, like, oh, how's your winner list? All some, right. some live tweeting was fun. Um, Vivek Tawari for one for the fifth Beatle, which is awesome. So go pick that up if you haven't. You can listen to Chance's interview, um, one of our earlier episodes. Um, Jim Zub, a uh, friend of the show. We have actually interviewed him three times, and he's been on the show once. Um, he, um, uh, again, won uh, for Vader's Little Princess. which or no, 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 he won for no. Jedi Academy. Sorry, Jedi Academy. Wait, no, he didn't Jim Zub. Did I say Jim Zub? You said Jim Zub. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Jim Zub didn't win. Sorry. Jeffrey Brown. Jeffrey Brown won there for Vader's go. Little Princess. Okay. Yeah. Jim Zub was nominated. He didn't All win. All right. Yeah. We had a couple of people that were nominated but didn't win. Gotcha. That's I won't talk the about them because... <laughs> I won't talk about them. They know who they are. They've disappointed us. <laughs> um, Way to go, Gabe. So, yeah, let's see. 
I don't know. Honestly, just looking at it over, like, I was sort of disappointed. Yeah, it wasn't as big as what it normally yeah, it's is. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. I was hoping. I, I I guess my biggest disappointment is from Marvel to a certain degree, because instead, like, before, like days before the con started, they released as a giant schedule up to 2019 of all the you know the claiming dates for movies. And like starting in 2017, they're gonna do three movies a year. Mm-hmm. In 20, well, well, except for 2019. Well, that's just one movie yeah. right now. They haven't. Yeah. They'll pro- they can't yeah. add two yeah. more. Yeah. Because <laughs> they uh, they claim May, but yeah. Um, so I was hoping they were at least gonna fill out that schedule a little bit. Okay. And we didn't even get anything about Doctor Strange. Yeah. We didn't even get a confirmation on its date or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have been a great time to to introduce like a Captain Marvel movie. That would have fucking destroyed the internet. Yeah. Any, yeah, anything would have. Yeah, the uh, uh, except they announced Guardians too, which didn't really. Uh, which, who wasn't expecting that? I think I mean, it's kind of ballsy because the movie's not even out yet. Yeah, which I, I almost sort of thought of it as more as a marketing movie for the the, the first movie yeah. because it's them stating this movie is so good, we're willing to bet. We're going to be able to do a second one. Yeah. I think partly they're doing it based on the strength of the spinoff characters. Like, they were pushing in humans in the comics for a long time, trying to, like, apparently they're, I don't know if they're still doing that or not, but. No, they're, they're trying. It didn't but like, go so, well. Because yeah. the idea is, like, if Guardian, they would have been, like, the next thing, it seemed like, because you're dealing with the Kree a lot and Guardians, and you have a Kree on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I, I don't know. It's, it just seems like, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe they're just trying to. <laughs> To, I mean, the fact that Rocket Raccoon sold what three hundred thousand copies, and they're something selling, crazy, yeah. They're, they're selling well, a ridiculous amount of Rocket Raccoons. Like, <laughs> I bought that, one. That will finance. <laughs> that will finance the next film. I bought yeah. a. Right. I bought a Rocket Pop. But so I mean that was that was that was sort of exciting to find out. But yeah, for the most part, their panel focused on Ant Man, which Lost actually another cast member. <laughs> yeah. Who stepped down? Uh, what's his name? The dude from the Night Conjuring. Owl. Night Owl. Yeah. From. Watching Patrick, uh, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, Patrick Wilson. Um, like he yeah, dropped out right before the uh, the con started. Yeah. But the interesting thing about it is that they they I, I guess I didn't realize this wasn't even official, but Evangeline Lilly was officially announced as playing Hope uh, Van Dyne. Um, yeah. But that seems Hank and to have, Janet's daughter. Yeah, but that seems to have launched. A, 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 a fervor on the internet because a lot of people are like, wait a minute, where the fuck's Janet? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the found like, the only female founding Avenger? Yeah. And there's a lot of people like uh, there's a hashtag on Twitter Twitter that has a shit ton of things. Uh, a hashtag uh, Van uh, Van Crime or something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Janet Van Crime. That's what it was. <laughs> and yeah, there's a lot of people bitching about the fact that you know they especially since uh, uh, Michael Douglas mentioned who's playing Hank Pym. That there was a tragedy to, with his wife. Do you know what? Fuck that. I am. I am with these people. <laughs> I love the Wasp. That's like I, I figured. Those, you, well, it's like one of the, the few thing... Avengers characters I actually really, really, really liked. I even have a couple. Like I don't have that many comics at home. One of the first comics I ever bought was one where it was funny. Mm-hmm. Where Wasp like is like she goes to Japan on like some kind of publicity tour or whatever for the Avengers, and they're all busy doing shit. And so like the Japanese government comes and like um, we accidentally let a giant robot loose. Can you save us? And it was amazing because they're like, they're like, what are your powers again? Like, I can get really small. Like, that seems really unuseful. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and she destroys the robot because she can get really small and she blows up the circuits. Yeah, I mean, and it was awesome. And that was one of my first comic experiences. So I've always liked her. I have a print of the Wasp at home that hangs up. So 
And she normally stole the show in the cartoon. Yeah. Like, yeah. her and the Hulk had a awesome oh relationship God, on the yeah. cartoon show. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about the superior cartoon show, not, yes. the, not the shitty one that I'm sure that none of us watched. What, the 90s one? Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the current one? one? Avengers Assemble's awesome. Is it? Yes, oh. ass. I was <laughs> ass before you... Have you even it's watched replaced, it? It's replaced Have you even watched so it? Good. It takes place after. <laughs> It's in continuity with it. Is it? Yes. But it was so good, the thing that came before. It is better, but it's still good. <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just seemed like they went, like, entirely for kids. Because, like, no. the whole episode I watched was... That's like, what it, I mean, I haven't seen... Falcon just, like... I don't know. I like it. It's well, not as it's not as good as Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but it's still good. See, the thing that it sort of made me like after watching Ultimate Spider-Man and seeing like it was the same art style yeah. and stuff, and Barnaby was just like, "That's gonna be sort of the same thing," and I'm gonna be annoyed with it. I like <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man too. Ultimate Spider-Man's good. Well, I guess they're both made by the same. Company, well, see, so the same issue. Ultimate Sp- Spider-Man followed Spectacular Spider-Man, oh, which is the best okay. Spider-Man series ever made. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> But, uh, this, is not, this is not a surprise. Well, I, I like the continuity that the, the current shows have. Because Avengers Assemble, Ultimate Spider-Man, and Hulk, Agents of Smash are a universe. They coexist, right. yeah. Wow. You know, Chris Bosch was on uh, Agents of Smash. I know. Wow. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so people are, are kind of pissed off that Janet isn't even going to be on the Avengers, even though she named the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. They do like their Kevin Foggy came out and said that that they were in, they were going to withstand any criticism, but that's bullshit. Like they said, I mean, because they said there was some mild criticism levied at them that that perhaps you shouldn't maybe if you have this new slate and you're having trouble with Ant Man or whatever, and you maybe you're not going to have an Ant Man two, which was probably one of your sequel plans in the schedule, then. Or at least, maybe I don't. I mean, obviously, I'm prejudging to a great extent here. But like, why why does that rule out saying, hey, maybe let's have a Captain Marvel film, or let's have a, a Black Widow film, or let's have a God forbid, a fucking Wasp film? Well, maybe, maybe I think at this point, a Black Widow one is kind of assured because of, of how successful she was in in Winter Soldier. And not just that, but Lucy. Um, this past weekend made Number like one. yeah made forty four million dollars. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dave. I have to stop you right there. With, uh, female leads, just I mean, they don't yeah. make money. <laughs> <laughs> the Hunger Games. I'm sorry, the Hunger Games was not number one. Globally. Beating out it was the, just number one domestic. Beating out the Rock, which yeah. says something. Yeah, it's. I think at this point there's a, a gender gap that's missing in cinema. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, just... but Kevin Feige needs to be aware of it, and he needs to say that, I mean, he, he cited Star Wars, or whatever, I mean, it was, it was mild criticism leveled at Star Wars, because they were saying, they were just observing, they're like, why do you have seven lead male characters and one lead female character, who's not even listed necessarily as a lead, and by the way, it's Carrie Fisher in that table read. Right. Like they had a, more than that. No, no, well, they're more now, but like in the first set photo that they decided to release, the one that they said was the official read or casting announcement or whatever, mm-hmm. is like her and I think like one new cast Daisy member, Ridley. Yeah, Daisy okay. Ridley, and then seven men, and so it was, mm-hmm. and so some people were just like, hey, maybe why you could have some more. Well, I think since then they've added they've Bro- added Gwendolyn Christie, yeah. Lupita Nyong'o, and I think maybe one other character. Yeah, um, I forget her name. She. Yeah. Actually, it was like British slash Asian. So yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. No. It wasn't like vitriolic stuff. It was just mildly constructive. They mm. said, "We hope that there's more from you." And mm. They said, "Yeah." And their their reaction to that was, "Yeah, yeah. Look, we're gonna have some more badass women characters." Mm. I feel like Kevin Feige should not have been just like, "We will not be moved." <laughs> I think he should have just been like, "Yeah, we're gonna have more kick-ass Marvel character or women characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe." Not let's kill Janet. I feel like that's horrible. 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I feel as if the easy way to fix this is to just call Evangeline Lilly's character Janet and let's just all move on with our lives. Yeah, yeah. instead of like it didn't help happen. I you know. didn't have a kid. Oh, it's, 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 they didn't. It's from, a, like, an alternate universe. Okay. Like, yeah. Earth 2 or something. Yeah. There's a Hope uh, 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 Pym. That's, just do that. That'd... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, that's what I thought she was going to be in the first place. Isn't I mean, most of the film stuff kind of drawing more from the Ultimate Universe anyway? I mean, with Nick Fury and some of the other characters. Yeah, to a certain degree. And even in that one, uh, uh, Pym and uh, Janet were on the first team yeah. of the yeah. Ultimates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've changed the, completely the origin of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver out of necessity. Yeah. And you've done other things to fiddle with the timeline, so there's no reason. I mean, if you want, if your end goal is we want Wasp on the team. Oh, Andrew, I just realized Crypto's on your beer. <laughs> <laughs> crypto with a C, I don't know why. Oh, Citradog is his name. Yep, yep, the Citrahop. But, uh, well, I guess we should probably try and take that as a, a, a um, segue. Into Batman Superman. All right. Yeah. 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 Um, so they showed a little bit of footage. And at least online. I haven't seen it. Oh, I'm you haven't sure. seen it? No. Pause it's... it. Let's watch it. All right. <laughs> and we're back. Hey, guys. Hey, it guys. It was Superman. <laughs> Look, it was Superman. <laughs> no, I think that was a Transformer. <laughs> if uh, you can just see the Superman, say yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we were talking while the computer was doing its thing. Like, it's, it's nice... But we would not react the same way the people in every video that we were able to find that had not been pulled yet would would react. Not okay. There would have been cheering. We would have all cheered. We've all been excited. But the one guy who was like, "Oh yeah, Superman, <laughs> Superman." <laughs> you, you know, I don't I don't understand why they just don't release them. You know, it, yeah. Why? That was 30 seconds. That would have put no one in the marketing I know. department. Yeah, and especially like with the Avengers stuff, a part of me was just expecting a trailer. Yeah. But yeah, I put one in front of Guardians yeah. or something. Yeah. Like a teaser or something. And like I'm going to feel guilty or, when my friends at Comic-Con are the ones who tweeted mm -hmm. me the link. Like, why right? would that make us mad? Yeah. But uh, I, I I liked what I saw. I really liked the bad armor. Yeah. It's it's neat seeing that. Uh, you know, just, like, uh, we, we haven't really gotten that before. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit. I just liked you know. his eyes on it. Yeah. yeah. So it looked like exactly... night vision? Well, yeah, just goggles. Goggles. Yeah. Uh, like, normally his cowl is sort of treated like Iron Man's It should uh, be. Yeah. I've, I've wondered about that, because it's like, it seems pretty low-tech. I get he's mm -hmm. a ninja, but, like, you should probably have better situational yeah. awareness. You're, um, you're on a team with Superman. <laughs> Yeah, so he doesn't need it. If Superman yeah. can just see, see through everything, he doesn't need that high tech. <laughs> he just throws enemies through the, into the sun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's straight out of Dark Knight Returns. Everything about Batman in this movie is straight out of Dark Knight Returns, and I, I'm digging that. Well, Except I mean, his age, obviously. Well they, oh, tele yeah. well, they telegraphed it. Although he is an older Batman. He's, He's been Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't think, I think yeah. that if you want to have a franchise, you can't go with geriatric Batman. <laughs> if you're going to lead to, to, yeah, to yeah. Justice League, uh, you can't have geriatric I get Batman. It. I guess that was another thing I, did, uh, I sort of found disappointing about um, Comic-Con this year is that DC didn't confirm their, their schedule movie, either. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, Marvel did. DC, there's a rumored one out there. But they haven't the denied movie. it, which yeah. is surprising. If and Especially with like, some of the buzz going in there, like The Rock. 
He was dropping some heavy ass. I know, hits and nothing. It wasn't a hint. He just showed an image. <laughs> well, <laughs> he just said, "Hey, look who I'm playing," and then well, showed an image of he Superman. He didn't state th- that. He he, like, yeah, he's gonna replace Mark Cavill as Superman. Mark, Mark no. Cavill? Did I say who Mark Cavill? Mark Cavill. He's a he's a monkey. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> he's, but, uh, a, he's a monkey. I met at the Indianapolis Zoo. Yeah, I, I heard a, a bit of an interview with the the rock who was essentially, "Yeah, I'm gonna." Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna play Shazam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He made like some joke about you know just one word. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he, it could be a mind fucking. He could be playing Black Adam. That which would be, would be fine. Yeah, I think he looks more like Adam. Well, I don't. I think honestly, The Rock has shown you know enough good comedic chops behind him to be able to pull off Captain Marvel. Like because yeah, you know, whenever when he transforms mm-hmm. into his adult he's form, still a kid. Yeah, yeah, he's still a kid. So you gotta have yeah. somebody who can sort of play juvenile at the same time as being sort of badass. Yeah. So I think The Rock could pull that off more than just being the standard. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just pictured uh, Charlie Day yeah. as uh, Shazam. Shazam? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. One one thing I wonder is like you're gonna have all these high profile actors for the um, for the leads in the Justice League film, other than I guess Cyborg is somebody I hadn't really heard of. Well, I can't really say that. Gal Gadot, it's her first film. Henry Cavill hasn't been it's in a lot. It's not her first film. No. It, it, I think it's her. She's done a lot of stunt work, but I don't think that she's what done. What are you talking about? I think this is her first big film, obviously. She's in the Fast and Furious movie. She's in yeah. Fast and Furious? Yeah, she was at least in the last one. Oh, okay. Okay, that that qualifies as a big film. Yeah. I yeah. was not familiar with her, is all no, I'm saying. I, yeah. I haven't seen any of the Fast and And obviously, yeah. nobody was familiar with Henry Cavill before. But I like that they went with unknowns. Do you think well, that. Well, you can't really say Jason Momoa is a big high no, profile no, person either. He's not. He's not a high. Not high profile. Yeah, for the majority of the people, he is. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you say Cal Drogo, everybody knows who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> not everybody. There's people yeah. that don't watch Most Game of Thrones. Everybody, everybody in our eighteen million people watch. Everybody it, so. in our. Anybody who would give a shit about it. I revise my, 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 my initial point. I'm just saying, like, it's a fairly, it's a fairly good, solid cast for the a mix of unknowns and name actors for the the heroes. No idea what they're gonna do with with any villainous characters, or if we're looking at like a League of Doom scenario. I don't know. Well, we got at least Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Lex. He's because he's yeah. Lex is pretty is pretty solid. Um, they're, we're okay, obviously okay. not getting Zod back, so I mean, like, <laughs> so I mean, like, I don't know, yeah, I, I don't know about the Rose Gallery. That's my, that's my main concern. Like, I, if Jesse Eisenberg is setting up as like, but although some reports have said that he's going to be more complicated, that maybe he's mildly heroic, like we've said in the past. Like, he's there, well, Metropolis to rebuild Metropolis, and he always perceives Superman Lex as Luther a threat. Is a current member of the Justice League, so yeah. <laughs> so if, like they're rebu- if they're rehabilitating the character in. In the comics, at the same time where his whole thing is like, hey, aliens are, are a big deal, maybe we should not trust Superman, and Superman blows up half of Metropolis in the last movie. Superman didn't blow up half of Metropolis. Well, he sure as hell didn't save anybody. <laughs> yes, he did, because he was on the other side of the planet, stopping that giant yeah. machine that was destroying the, the world. Well, considering about four million so, yes. people will have died. Man of, Steel, <laughs> Man of Steel, to me, is like the most recent Pacers season. Though. Oh! It bums me out. Oh. Is that... <laughs> that is... Uh... Um, well, Superman went to yeah. the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Mo- moving on. Uh, uh, they also revealed the first image of Wonder Woman yeah. in that panel. I um, like it. 
I have no complaints. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she looked better than I thought. Like, I like uh, when Gal Gadot was a uh, cast. I Is guess. it Gadot or Godot? Okay, I don't know. I'm going to say Godot because it's fun. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the first thing I did was I looked her up and I was like, like okay, wow, she's small. <laughs> yeah, she's skinny. And then I, I, then I pulled up a scene from Fast and the Furious and the first thing that popped up was like a scene of her in a bikini getting out of a pool. And I was like, Jesus Christ, she's thin. She's so thick. Yeah, I know, right? she can, I know she, she's done stunt work, because that's what I was familiar with, is that I'd heard that she'd done stunt work. I, I, and she I was a member. She yeah. was a member of the IDF, I know that. So like, she was yeah, in the Israeli no Defense idea. Forces. So, I mean, I believe that she can pull off a credible action role. Mm. I, it's just like, I don't know. One of, she doesn't one of the, physically fit the role in my head. Yeah, it was one of those things where I saw her, and I was like, you can't beat the shit out of Superman. When Wonder I, Woman should be able to beat she's the not shit as, out of Superman. To be fair, she's not as bulky as I mean, and I don't mean that derisively. I mean, she doesn't seem to have as much uh, uh, as much heft or believability in the physicality aspect. Get a giant Greek woman to play <laughs> Wonder Woman. Just literally, literally go to like, literally go to uh, not the mascara, but literally go to Greece, like. That's the Nike, uh, and anybody uh, six foot ten or taller, come come talk to my casting agency. But I don't, so yeah, the picture I don't I, yeah it was better than I thought it was gonna be. Um, she looks impressive. I, I mean, I think obviously they'll probably do something where if the physical bulk is not believable, like I mean Henry Cavill is selling himself as Superman by by doing physical training. I'm sure that she's been doing the same process. And I'm not obviously as concerned about the physicality aspect because, in a in a way, that that's just a demeaning conversation to have about what I'm concerned about the writing. Is she? A, is it going to be a fleshed out character when you're? Was not any sharing. character fleshed out in Man of Steel? I, I think that dog that they saved really had an arc. Well, like that's one of my complaints about the Man of Steel. I don't feel like anyone had a good fleshed out character yeah so going from that to to i feel like i don't think russell superman Crow, was that fleshed out honestly it's, movie. it's a it's a russell crow but lois lane movie like those were the two that had the cur- the story arc david's looking at me confused i want to pull up last year's man of steel podcast and listen to that again <laughs> oh do we do you talk for like three, we talked for like three hours in that too that was, was a two-parter that was, quite long, that yeah. was a long one yeah no, we, no. the more I, the more i watch it more yeah. I complain about it. Oh, it was Clay's image, by the way. Yeah, 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 man. Exciting. That's shocking. Yeah, that's <laughs> so shocking. Yes. Um. Yeah. The other thing that happened at the uh, Marvel panel. Um, Mockingbird on Agents of Shield. She's joining the the agents. I'm pretty sure the only person that get, that that's actually is that Lucy Lawless. That. Is that her no, character? No, no, no. She no. Play, she's just playing another Shield. Agent. I didn't hear the Mockingbird thing, but who is? Yes, who who is Lucy Lawless playing? I don't know who's Lucy Lawless. Yeah. I'm excited that Mockingbird is going to be who's, on Agent of Shield. Actor? Or who's the actress? I don't know. I didn't announce that. Oh well, that's uh, why I didn't hear uh, about it. I guess. Are we? Am I the only person that cares about yeah, that? No, no, are. it's awesome. <laughs> no, I don't think. I, no, I don't think he's the only one. They were considering doing making her a series at the same time they were considering putting that Jessica Jones series on ABC Family, which was not a good home for it thank god Netflix no no, no that wasn't on abc family the mockingbird one was jessica jones was going to be on abc okay yeah um but yeah yeah i think you're the only person that really cares at that point i don't know <laughs> no no uh, i think it's, I I think it's cool with hawkeye yeah we've been promised that the next avengers movie is going to be about hawkeye her being i mean hawkeye and hulk because we haven't seen him her being in an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a good direction. That's showing how close the cinematic universe is going to be tied to the thing on TV, something we've never seen before. If you gave up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like a lot of us did, don't, I mean, don't feel bad, 
Go back and watch it. <laughs> I liked it. You're going to like it. You will like it, we promise, especially if you've seen The Winter Soldier, which you have, because you are a nerd and a human being. And, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, I, think, I think I'm with David on this one. <laughs> but the thing I was actually going to bring oh. up was Age of Ultron. Okay. They, they showed off footage from that. And did evidently you... everybody dies. <laughs> this is from what I'm told. Well, did you read any of the descriptions? Uh-uh. Uh, the best thing... It seems that they showed, uh, like, the uh, party scene, or, like, part of the party scene at the tower. Oh, And they nice. made a, a party game out of people lifting Thor's hammer. Oh, nice. Or trying to. So, wait, does it take place immediately, almost, like... Well, it's like they show that scene and Ultron shows up. Okay. And then Sweet. they do the, uh, the other stuff. Wait, so, it's, it's like, and... the normal, like, party scenes after a giant victory that they've had? Well, I guess, yeah. It, it's just, um, uh, I'm assuming it probably takes place after the scene where they go and fight Hydra um, oh. and release Quicksilver yeah. and Scarlet Witch onto the world. Anyway. What? Wait, 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 wait. Go back. What? What? <laughs> well, I, I probably I think that's probably the beginning of the movie. Yeah, gonna probably. are going to probably do a James Bond and show the Avengers fighting Hydra. How do we know that Scarlet Witch and, and Quicksilver aren't going to be initially antagonistic? We don't they know are. that. It- they are. Again, yeah. you don't remember at the end of Captain America they were being, they were... Pre- with Hydra. Precisely. So, like, why are they at the party? Like, that seems they're, a quick turn. They're not. Turn-over. They're not. Okay, Listen okay. to what he's saying. Yeah, you're jumping to something. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually... Uh, those two in Vision are part of Ultron's forces throughout okay. the movie. Okay, Um But anyway, yeah, they, so there's a party game with Thor's hammer, <laughs> and Tony's trying to figure out why nobody else can lift it up, and he's trying, and he gets him and uh, uh, Rhodey to put on their gauntlets and try and lift nice. it up together, and they're like, is it fingerprint-based? What is this? And Cap goes to try... And it moves just oh. a little bit. <laughs> and Thor is like laughing at everybody at that point. And as soon as he sees that, he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Cap couldn't do it all the rest of the way. He oh, just nice. moved it a little bit. That's awesome, though. Maybe, maybe and, uh, he was just holding off for, for Thor's sake. He's like, I, I don't the guy's emotionally fragile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah, and then uh, Tony starts questioning him again. And Thor's like, well. Maybe you guys just aren't worthy. <laughs> no, 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 really. Neither of you are worthy. One of you is an alcoholic, and the other probably has had to engage in some pretty dubious stuff as a member of the military. So ne- neither of you, please try and pick up my hammer again. <laughs> because cause if you succeed, the world would be fucked. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that made me laugh. But yeah, there is, from the sound of it, there's a lot of interesting things in the, uh, the teaser they showed. I, the, my favorite detail was that during like the montage bit at the end I guess they had uh, um, a song for Pinocchio playing in the background about uh, having no what? strings oh, nice. and it was like all creepy in the background and I'm like oh, oh. that sounds awesome <laughs> oh. Do you think that's Jarvis or do you think it's Ultron because I mean if Jarvis if the vision is a part of the well, Ultron's it, forces in it. Were have pre- you not read the Entertainment Weekly article from? No, I guess not. They, yeah, they, it, it, Tony. I mean, they specifically said uh, Ultron. Um, what Tony has done is like in a way to sort of support the Avengers, and because now that Shield's gone, they're mm-hmm. sort of the only thing. Tony uses the idea he sort of used in three okay. of his movie, where he had like an army of suits and stuff so he, he makes more of those and he creates an ai to control those mm-hmm. and he puts a bit of his personality into the ai ah. but the a but ultron, well, that's why, it's, why it sounds like james fader <laughs> <laughs> no i'm serious yeah. james fader's is a 
Case Faders, a smug asshole, just like rocking a beer. Are they? Are they like? Is he like Bender? Is he powered by alcohol? Because that'd be a great. That'd be a great. I mean, thing for his personality. Destroy to all have. humans. I am Ultron. Please insert liquor. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that's the thing. Is that Ultron? You know, he, he's put in charge of protecting the world, and he's like, you know what? Humans suck. You guys are destroying the world. You all kind of need to die. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's where the yeah I, the, the basic concept. I, I heard that everybody in the teaser dies. Like they kill everyone in that teaser. Well, I don't think that. I think oh, Downey's walking through their bodies. I think they're all like knocked out or something. Okay. I don't think they're dead. Wait, wait, yeah. everybody at the party. You just named the principal cast of the Avengers, so yeah. they can't be dead. <laughs> well, they don't die at the party. I think that the, the thing you're talking about uh, is like them in like okay. a battlefield or something. Gotcha. I, I could just see it being like uh, like doing some weird Age of Ultron stuff with the book and reality jumping and oh god, just like wow. Think, I don't think we're gonna do that. Well, if they're or, introducing or at least time travel. No, wait a minute. If they're in, if they're travel. introducing an, an Infinity Stone. That could happen yeah, because presumably too. you got to knock down if you only got five of those fuckers until Avengers three, um, and if Thanos is your villain in Avengers three, did you say five? Is it, is it five or six? Six. six. Um, Where did they put the fifth? Because the middle. It. Oh, in the middle. Yeah, right here. yeah, your middle finger needs two. I get it. That's good because it's the I, big fu to the well, universe. No, it's right there in the, the back of the hand. Right. We were talking about what that gem is in Guardians. Yeah. Um, I guess somebody actually said it's a power gem. Oh, that makes sense. But it made me wonder what the red one in Thor is meant to be. Um, some people have said the space gem. No, space is the Tesseract. Yeah, that's a cosmic cube. Yeah, Feige specifically stated that. Uh, it wouldn't be Loki, the soul gem, because, I mean, it just Loki gives had you the darkness. Soul gem. Loki had the soul gem. That's how he got, made people evil. Wait a minute. So he had, is that the point that we're seeing in, uh, at the end of that, that, that they still had the staff and then he had an infinity gem? Yeah, in. that is an infinity gem in that staff. I don't. Hmm, that seems like a. It makes to, sense. I don't it makes sense with what he was doing with that staff. And there's yeah. the, the suggestion that maybe that the Loki was uh, being uh, controlled slightly in that film. Hmm. hmm. But yeah, like after so. he gets uh, beat up by the Hulk, then he kind of snaps out of it. Like because you know the, the blows to the head seem to you know trigger getting out of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Oh yeah, that makes sense because that's what happened to Hawkeye. Uh huh. Yeah. Hard blow to that. Yeah, wow. Maybe the red one was reality because it had to do with like all the realities. Like, uh, yeah, 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 that makes, yeah, sense. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. It. I don't think that its only power was like See, giving darkness. I think it was that it could alter reality to make that happen. See, I think it could be argued that it, either Loki's staff could have been the soul gem or the mind gem. Yeah, that's the the. I think it's the soul though. I, like I was thinking mind, and then I read what the soul that uh, one actually did, yeah. and what Loki did. Like he poked people yeah. in the chest. And sort of like he wasn't Altered controlling them. their mind. Yeah, he's, that's what the mind one does. Okay, I, I looked enough. this up on the Wikipedia thing to be like, <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, it's, like the soldier, like kind of used like you know some of their traits and kind of twisted them, mm. like Selvig's uh, stuff. Uh, Shouldn't it have been way more fucking powerful than it was then? To be frank, which one? I mean, Loki's staff. Well, well, evidently it has the ability to make humans. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is a fucking infinity gem, and he had the tesseract as well. I mean, like, I feel like it should have just been. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to understate things, but it should have been way more fucking powerful then, shouldn't it? Have been? To do what though? What do you want it to do? Yeah, it's still it, an, it's still an almost infinite power source. It was already shooting things, and 
it w it had the ability to uh, suck people's souls out, or essentially. But, you know, you know alter yeah. them, alter people's personalities and stuff. Hmm. I mean, it's not the power gem. There's things about these that do certain things. It's I mean, I get and that, when they come together in the Infinity Gauntlet, I get that. Goes. But like, he, like the, See, the explanation of what they are is like a compressed, almost like a compressed reality thing. When they were explain when when the Collector was explaining it in Guardians, and he's talking about like the actual origin of the of the six. Stones is like six. All right, we're getting on six spoiler territory here, bud. But just like, oh god, oh god, don't say anything else. But uh, that's all I'll say about Guardians. I don't want to ruin anything for you, Andrew. But that's that's how they've gotten out of. Since the cat's already out of the bag, that's how they're saying. I already told Andrew the Howard the Duck was in it. Really? Where's Howard the Duck? He wasn't. Oh. I've been telling Andrew bullshit and stuff about the movie. But yeah, I get that leaves the time and the mind one. So. Maybe the time gem is in it. You know, I, hope not, get, I, I doubt they're gonna do. You know, that. I hope they get it in Avengers three. Yeah, like they do, like the Infinity Gauntlet thing with that famous uh, part where Cap walks up to Thanos. Uh. Mm. What did, I want from Age of Ultron is Thor ramming through a wall and saying, "Ultron, we have we, we would have words with thee." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There, there was uh, back in the uh, late '90s, uh, Kirk Busiek and George Perez did like one of the best Ultron stories ever, and it's like four Avengers versus an army of Ultron, which is kind of depicted in the, the Comic Con poster. He's a nice guy. We've had Twitter conversations. I'll try and get him on the show. Which one? Kirk Busiek. That'd be nice. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, and at the end of it, near the climax, they break through the wall and. It's just badass as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the poster of, of all the Avengers getting overwhelmed? Obviously, like I, if, the way like you've explained it. it. Yeah, the, the vision is in it in the background. But he has that cape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin Feige, again, following Kevin Feige's tweets, the way he said is like the vision overwhelmed, or, or no, it's like Cap overwhelmed the vision standing watch or something, because like that was one of the first images released, I think. And it was cool. Like they, they, and they. Uh, I didn't like the way that they released. I wish they would have just given us a fucking poster. Because like, oh gee, what mystery? I see Hulk's pants. Maybe this next paint well, will have the Hulk in it. Oh, well, it's a different thing. They, what two a day over Comic Con? They did the same thing. Uh, the Comic Con before Avengers, where they had that long, yeah, yeah. That long one. So I don't know. It's, they, it was established. It, they yeah. were probably giving those out at the Marvel booth every yeah, they day. Were. Like so. when they, the, the cast were doing the signings, they'd like pile. Oh, them see, that's them. awesome. Yeah. It's a good poster. I'm not knocking the poster. I'm just I didn't really care for I the, that, the way uh, it was distributed. I think Bendis uh, tweeted or posted about it on Facebook that like cause he took his daughter there. Uh, yeah. She realized you could uh, get the image. Ah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. He's like his tweet was like me abusing my Marvel status. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll go into more detail over this next week when we can talk about it more. Guardians, yeah. I would just care. Uh, and we'll just know what the fucking post credit scene is. Yeah. Yeah. Because that wasn't in our screening. Mm -hmm. Let's see, what else? Uh, Warner Brothers, uh, they showed off the first footage from Mad Max, put out a trailer. It looks it awesome. Good? Yeah. That's all I want to hear. Yeah, I've looks, seen images. I haven't seen the trailer. The trailer was awesome. Yeah, it looked like they were they were really trying to keep to uh, you know physical effects, like not to rely on CG a shit ton. Mm. And considering they got the the George guy who Miller, directed the uh, the first three, yeah, to come back and do it, you're kind of like, yeah, I know how to do this. I've done it already. Yeah, like, without special effects. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, again, like we were talking before we started recording. I haven't watched the original trilogy and. 
forever. I've never seen any of the Mad Max films. I, I liked them. I haven't seen them in about ten years. They're strangely progressive because they're like, it's like it's a world without oil or whatever, where oil is so rare that it's like, oh look, this is only us in fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched the uh, the second one in the screenwriting a couple of years ago. The teacher put it on, and it was it was alright, but it definitely aged. Is that little kid the same little kid from Aliens? Because like it's about that same time period, and she has the same adorable Australian accent. So I wonder if she was Newt. I've never Googled. I don't know. Let's see. They did a Hobbit trailer. Um, that was pretty badass. I I loved the Hobbit trailer. Were you surprised that it had the the vocals from the Lord of the Rings trilogy? I I liked it. I, I, I liked it. It worked really well. Andrew, have you seen it yet? Nope. All right. I wanna I wanna hit pause real quick. <laughs> All right. So Andrew, what do you think? Meh. All right. I I really liked it. Can I ask Andrew a personal question? What does not provoke a mad reaction that is not a new beer? <laughs> I, I don't think it looks bad. I'm just, I don't know. Like I really haven't enjoyed the Hobbit trilogy that much. It's, I think it's been lesser than uh, Lord of the Rings. That's I'll a fair assessment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I like how it. It's not too much like fan fiction. Like especially the second <laughs> one at times. Uh, I really enjoyed the first one. The second one, I can understand that sentiment a lot. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not one of those people who believe you know. The book is canon, but you know, I do think that you know, changes you make to the uh, book, you know, should uh, be more in with the material than you know. Uh, I I, th- I don't think this should have been three movies. I think it would have been fine with you know two, maybe, probably even one, honestly. I would have been fine um, with calling the third. M- the Battle of Five Armies is is appropriate. I could have called it the one without the walking. <laughs> well, no, it's Darren back again, so. I think we can just we can just get get rid of get the there, walking. Just get there. We're just back again. There's no there's no um, and back again. It's just wow, that was a uh, nice walk to Rivendale. What I, did you want to say, Elrond? I like how uh, Peter Jackson's kind of talking to the audience in it in the trailer there at the end. Like, will, will you follow me one last time? It's kind of him talking to, no, to us a little bit. Like, Dude, he's doing a Silmarillion. Yeah, He'll do a lot of things. He can't. He can't. I, oh, he doesn't know the he rights. They don't know the rights to this. Well, Christopher Tolkien is still around. Well, apparently they're not happy with what Warner Brothers is doing with some of the licensing. Well, yes, uh, because they've watched the film. <laughs> well, not just that, but like they're using Lord of the Rings to do like, uh, um, what do you call it? The machines in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I've, I've played machines. them. They're not in Vegas. They're in Indy. Well, yeah, that's the thing is that the, the, like, the Tolkien Estate is like, whoa, 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 hold on. I won 20 bucks let, from let, the Tolkien Estate let, the other let's day. Let's look over this licensing agreement and see whether this, there's uh, some suing going back. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, he's yeah. very protective of it. I mean, the fact that he's actually released several of his father's incomplete works, that he did the curation and editing of his yeah. of his father's letters and collections is quite sincere. I found some interesting authors just based off of kind of his correspondences that his son released and some of the early drafts that he talks about. I think plumbing the Tolkien like archive or whatever would be truly fascinating. Hmm. We're a podcast, so we'll never get to do that, but right. still. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Um, the, uh, War- was it Warner Brothers or Legendary? Legendary, Legendary. Yeah, because they're the ones who own it. Legendary had a... Um, Nice thing about Godzilla, uh, Gareth yeah. Edwards. Yeah. After he's done with whatever Star Wars movie he's making, he's he gonna... called it a little sci-fi film. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna come back and do Godzilla too, and apparently they had some neat footage showing. Where... 
You were hinting at Rodon, uh, King Ghidorah, and, and Mothra. Uh, Mothra. It wasn't a hint. It was just footage of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was actual it's, footage. It's not a hint if it's footage of the actual three monsters. From previous Godzilla movies, yeah. So. And, he's, and he said in the past that he, if he wanted to do a sequel, that he wanted to destroy all monsters vibe. I want Ken Watanabe to be an actual character this time, but I still want him to say, let them fight. Yeah, because they say that in the little scene that they showed, too. So Yes, that's the end of the trailer, supposedly. I don't know if people were pulling my leg, but no, the end of the I fan do. thing is, it shows the three monsters, and then it says, let them fight. Okay. I just want more Brian Krantz to bring back from the dead. <laughs> He's in the How It Should Have Ended. It's hilarious. The crane falls, and then it completely misses him, and then he says, Wow. Imagine how inconvenient that would... How awful would it have been if I just died right there? <laughs> I'll have to find that. Um, but then he calls his wife, and then he's like, No, seriously, get off the fucking phone. Just leave the city. And don't leave our son with a complete stranger. God, that's just weird, okay? Get out of the city now. Go north. Do not go to Las Vegas. Um, he said the part of Godzilla, Say my name. He does. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen it. You've seen it. No, I, I, so, I, he says that. That's the end. That's the end of the, the how it should have ended. You just well, predicted it. Yeah, you I mean, predicted how the film should have ended. That's, I mean, that's an obvious direction to go, you yeah. know. Yeah. Breaking Bad. Hmm. Um, let's see. And Legendary also, they, they want to do a Skull Island movie. Yes. With, with King I, Kong. I'd rather go over to Kenny Apple Island. Kenny Apple Island, what they got there? Apes, but they're not so big. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing about that is because both properties are owned by Legendary. They yeah. want it to be in-universe. Well, Toho still owns Godzilla. No, no. They, Legendary owns this, the film rights for this adaptation. Legendary owns the film rights to King Kong. And even if you were to talk about Toho, Toho had a Godzilla versus King Kong I film. know. I'm just saying, Toho owns Godzilla. It's just kind of on loan. <laughs> so the, it's essentially a licensing Yeah. Deal. Yeah. So if... Legendary owns this licensed version of the character, then they yeah, can do it. I guess so. Um, I'm not sure how it works because they've had it for a long time. I think that they bought the rights, not in perpetuity, but I mean, I imagine it's a lease, but they can do whatever they want with him. Maybe they have to make a movie every so often, like uh, Fox of the X Men. Yeah, well, Toho wasn't touching it. Like, this is the Godzilla franchise. So yeah. like, like, after the 1998 Godzilla, they're like, fuck it, we need to make a lot of movies now. They, but they did Final Wars 2004, and then they didn't make another Godzilla film after that. And it's funny, because the Godzilla from 1998 is in it. Yeah. Zilla is what they call him. And he gets his ass kicked. It takes about 15 seconds for a regular Godzilla that, to kill him. That Godzilla movie's weird. Yeah. He's CG. He's the only CG character in the entire film. He gets destroyed. Well, the thing is, like, aliens, just like in most Godzilla movies, are like, they're sending other monsters to fight Godzilla to take over the Earth. And then it never works out. So then this one, this one alien, like, sends down Zilla, and he's like, that fucking useless tuna eater was the, was the subtitles. Fucking yeah. useless they, tuna eater. They make eater. fun of him the entire time. It's pretty entertaining. Um... It was another sort of uh, neat thing at Comic Con with one of, with the legendary property. Um, you guys, you know the Oculus Rift, Rift. headset. Yeah. Call it Oculus Rim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oculus well, Rift. You'll understand yeah. why. Um, they, they. Oh have, yes. The, at, at, yes. At, 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 oh yeah, Sipan, I heard about that. Yeah, they they the had a game Rim, yeah. for the the headset. Where was you're a pilot in the robot? Yeah. And you're the Jaeger. Jaeger. Uh, yeah. Robot. <laughs> no, Jaeger. Jaeger. <laughs> but, yeah. you, you heard that in like 
by Unison. three people at the same time. Guillermo will come back and he'll scold you. Which but, actually, please do that, Guillermo. I'll take a scolding. I don't care. We just want you on the podcast. Yeah, that, that, from the sound, that game just sounded awesome. Though. Yes, they had a thing. They had like a simulation display or whatever too. Mm-hmm. And Marvel, uh, Mar- Marjorie Lou tweeted a picture which was really cool. Marvel had a display where you could, you know, the, I mean, this, this is not a spoiler. But they had one of the vehicles from Guardians of the Galaxy that you could actually yeah, yeah. climb in for the photo op. Marvel, Marvel. If we, I mean, we haven't asked yet, but like, if you want an overall winner, things. I'd still say Marvel. Maybe uh, Marvel or Legendary win Comic Con to me, because that was awesome. Robert Downey Jr. passing out roses to the audience is a win for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Stephen Colbert super fan thing. Has anybody seen that? Uh-uh. Well, yeah, he, Stephen Colbert's in The Hobbit, and so... Yeah, he hosted the panel, essentially, right? He hosted yeah. the panel as his character. <laughs> um, yeah, did you did you see the, the picture at the Marvel booth of Cap's Broken Shield? Cap's Broken Shield, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> like, everything. No, like, everything that they're talking about. I, admittedly, they, it would have been, like, had, a five- to seven-hour line, but everything sounded awesome. Yeah, and they had, a, like, a, a, a one of uh, Iron Man's Hulkbuster gauntlets on display it was fucking huge yeah. they were having infinity gauntlets I don't know if you saw yeah. this Buzz Aldrin with yeah, an infinity gauntlet that was amazing I feel like Buzz probably put it on and he's like can I get more NASA funding like it can manipulate the universe right um, uh, I just want I just want us to have space flight as a species sidebar that reminds me of a joke I heard about uh, like a story I heard about uh, Neil Armstrong like uh, he would tell all these uh, yeah, bad moon related jokes mm-hmm. and uh, People are like, you know, what the hell is this? Is funny, like, ah, oh, I guess you just had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And of course, we love Boz Aldrin because of yeah. uh, him on 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. Uh, where he and uh, Liz Lemon, you off the moon. That's my favorite. I so, own you. My favorite Facebook thing is that I'm friends with Buzz Aldrin on Facebook. I am so happy nice. about that. So uh, maybe the Broken Shield will be a way to introduce uh, Black Panther. <laughs> Uh, oh, because oh, they need vibranium. Yeah. Holy sh- that's not a bad thing. Yeah, can, can, can you can you fix this? Well, apparently, like, I really like in it. The, uh, <laughs> in the comics, Ultron's body is made of adamantium and vibranium. Well, they can't bullshit. use one of those. Well, first of all, there's a massive army of them. Well, like the main Ultron. Okay. The, the the one where it's like he he keeps his consciousness. Even if they're made out of like the the gold titanium alloy that the suits are made out of, if the Iron Man suits are made out of, that's still pretty durable. Mm-hmm. You see the Iron Man. I don't know. They got ripped to shreds pretty easily in the, the last. Extra- one. I, mean, I guess. Like, well, I mean, I think maybe they're I setting those that up. Really, that made really me kind flimsy. Of, that made me kind of sad because it's like it diminishes the value of the Iron Man armor because you're like it's going to be pretty badass if if it, the extremist people can just rip them apart. Like, I mean, they even gave Bill Paxton an extremist. Like, so, I mean, that's out there. So, I don't know. Hmm. Um, let's see. The other thing, well, this wasn't confirmed or anything. I just wanted to bring up the idea. Joaquin Phoenix is Doctor Strange? Yeah. He, I would watch that, because he's kooky. I would he's watch that. He's kooky. <laughs> he's the kooky character. Now, I'd, watch, I'd watch that Joaquin. He's already strange. No, I, I think since put in my head Peter Baelish as Doctor Strange that would be fantastic but he's too British hmm I think I'd rather see Joaquin Phoenix I'd rather see uh, Joaquin yeah. I feel like we'd go some strange places in that movie and it I'd be just, down for it because when was the last time he actually did like a blockbuster movie yeah. plus I mean he was raised Signs? in a cult he's familiar with the occult <laughs> sorry to make light of his personal tragedy but yes but uh, I, I just thought that was an interesting choice. That was another thing that was sort of disappointing, where I was kind of like, 
Yeah. We want some official announcement, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're not done. Like, I mean, I think they're still working on a walk script. Walk out on stage uh, towards the end of it and sit down with everybody else. Yeah. Like, I think what it tells. Ass. I guess what it tells you though is that they're being really. They're taking their time. They're being yeah. really cautious. They're really trying to. They're not trying to. The fact they should have just released Guardians maybe a week before Comic Con or something. Maybe Comic Con was too intrinsic part of the marketing approach. But I'm sorry, like if you're really worried that making any major announcement is gonna hinder. Guardians of the Galaxy at the box office, maybe you don't have a lot of faith in it, which is not seem to be the case because they've already announced the sequel yeah. and they've got all this stuff and it was front and center. It seems like they I know, do I have like a lot of faith. I like going to the toy store and seeing a, a shit ton of rocket raccoons. I'm, and I'm they sell. I'm sort of surprised they didn't actually have like a besides just announcing the sequel, just have the Guardians there. Yeah, the movie comes out in a week. You think that would have? Well, they're probably on well, promotional well, duty Chris, elsewhere. Chris Pratt yeah. was here in town. He's at the brick yard. He yeah, he, he was the race car. And he had a great time. I know. He was like, man. I kind of want to move here. Please do. I know, right? <laughs> like, rip fast. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, Andy moves to Indy. Uh, that should be canon on the show for, like, when he has to leave because of his movie career. I, I love how they handle him getting buff on the show. Yeah, just, just stop drinking beer. And <laughs> I actually saw that. I actually saw one of those episodes. I'm not current by any means, but I saw a little bit of the current season. Hmm. It was, like, the first episode this past season. Yeah. The other thing that uh, there was test footage of Deadpool. Yeah, that, that was shown. it was leaked. It, was, yeah. it wasn't shown at the convention. Don't oh, don't okay. press uh, the space bar, David. But well, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. But I, I still I want to hear you guys. No, talk the about thing it. I watched was them showing it at a convention. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't watch the, see the. I watched the actual clip. No, I didn't watch the actual clip. I watched the footage. Yeah, I've only seen... The stuff I've seen on Facebook was just on screen. I haven't watched it yet, but... The, no, the, the, one, the one I watched wasn't. It was it's like a the, CG mock-up of yeah. Ryan Reynolds? As but he's doing the voice and everything. Yeah. Um, I thought it was all right. Uh, it's definitely true to Deadpool. Yeah, which may not be the best thing in the world. But yeah. I don't, like, it's just some of the things are just you, like... You like maybe he can be... Maybe, oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, they break the fourth wall. They, they do in that. They do. He's talking. He's to talking the to the audience. Well, like in the movie, like, let me have some of your popcorn. <laughs> you in the front row. He could do the yeah. other thing that they could do is they could all the complaints that people have about the X Men cinematic universe. He could bring them up. Like he could be like, <laughs> like if he has to meet, if there's a scene or whatever where he has to meet the X Men, he's like, hey, Professor Xavier, like Wolverine was talking to me about this time that you like uh, fixed his brain. When did that happen? <laughs> And uh, why are you in a wheelchair again? If you if you, if you, you got, got a new body, chair. got switched or something? Or why, why do you, you like, look somebody? like your old self? Yeah. Did you like re-injure yourself? Is there <laughs> is there a mutant that's near you that like his power is spinal injury? <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be entertaining. There's another thing he could come up to Famke Jansen and be like, "I heard you died. What's it like?" <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, the last thing is primarily for me and Gabe. What do you think of Cora? You're asking about Nick, yes. Yeah, what do you think of Cora being online only now? Two, I, have, oh. I have a couple of thoughts about it. One, Nick has handled the show unbelievably poorly. I've, Nick has always had trouble with a show that appeals to a wide... Just like Young Justice on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Nick has the same issue where they're like, well, we're not really great at selling toys from this. In part because... Well, they're really shitty. They just really shitty companies to produce the toys for, like the old Avatar series, and then they never produce a Katara action figure, which made the fans really unhappy. Well, or I don't think they did. A, they didn't do a Toph one either. Can, wow. can I stop you real quick? Speaking of that, they haven't. Uh, they haven't had a Karai toy for Ninja Turtles yet. 
She's like one of the only characters that hasn't had a toy. Yeah, uh, the people there's that... two female characters on that show. Yeah. See, I feel as a they're using that stupid logic where boys only want to buy why boy toys. Sell them something else then. But, but the thing is that. I know when I was little, yeah, I got annoyed when I didn't have a character. Yeah, I Same didn't here. care who, what gender it was. Three of your three of your primary action characters in that show were female. Yeah, and so this has it. Um, it's it, because it's anime manga style anyway, with kind of more appealing features. Mm. Um, it attract. I mean, frankly, it will attract a wider fan base. It'll have fan base from both genders. I would say maybe the the Avatar fan base is more explicitly female, and it's international, oh. Oh. and so. The idea that they don't understand how to how to market it, and then just how poorly they've handled the show this season is just insulting. Like the fact that they, it seems like from the Comic Con announcement that they were going to make this move already. It doesn't seem like they necessarily informed the creators that the move was going to be yeah. happening <laughs> until recently. I feel like there've been talks, maybe, but they're like, we're not going to finish. Well, if, that, if that's where everybody's watching it at already. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the argument no. is, is that the online audience record is bigger than the broadcast. Because there's no marketing. They literally spent like zero dollars on mar- this year because they have the the thing where piracy, like it got five five episodes of the season yeah. got pirated in Mexico. We talked about. Hell, speaking of that, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man season three hasn't started yet. Nine episodes are online. Oh. No shit. Nine episodes are online. You can find the because they, Mexico- they've aired elsewhere. Mm. Wow. It's the see. It's the Doctor Who problem. Always, always do continue to say, but that also hurts Cora a lot more than a show like that because yeah. that show it was finished and they'd already done that, and yeah. so that was airing in a different region. Yeah, for this, it's airing in Mexico, yes, in Spanish, but it wasn't meant to air. Mm-hmm. They leaked them the English versions, presumably. They had not done necessary, they had to speed up the localization efforts. And on a show like Cora that is so reliant on the overseas numbers, Nick is like MTV. Nick has an affiliate in many, many countries. Yeah. That's part of why the Avatar finale got 19 million views. It got Game of Thrones numbers. Yeah. It won a Peabody. It is one of only three animated series, including The Simpsons and I think Dora the Explorer, which is weird to me, that have won. <laughs> not not saying that to offend anybody, but it's like I don't put those three in the same company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it helps people learn things, and so it's important. I never watched it. I was not in my age group. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, such a good property, they don't know how to handle it. It shows that with the film, it shows that with the toys, and this season was just abysmal. The fact that you cave into the piracy by saying, let's do two shows a week, and then let's show one show a week, and then let's cancel it. Like, you're showing, like, no level of support or any authenticity. If the fourth season had not already been ordered, I think they would have just canceled it. Well, I think it was kind of stupid of them to a certain degree. Considering how old the audience for the show probably is, putting it at Friday at 8. Yeah. Where... Yeah. Well, Turtles was on primetime for a while. Make Turtles the lead-in, because those are multi-generational shows. It's not even on Fridays anymore. It's on, like, Saturday mornings again. But, I mean, it was doing well. Fridays, but evidently not well enough. Mm. Well, why are there kids programming focused on Friday? Like, Saturday morning cartoons, uh, they don't exist to me anymore, but, like, duh. Like, why well, Why well, wouldn't it be Turtles and Korra on Clone Saturday? Clone Wars was on, on Fridays. Uh, Batman Brave and the Bold lasted three years on Friday. Yeah, they had... The, they did not have the rate. Well, Bretman Brave the Bold, and obviously airing it at 4 a.m., it has shitty ratings now. No, but, that's, I mean, that's Beware the Batman. Beware the Batman, sorry. 
But Brave and the Bold and Clone Wars were on Friday nights together on Cartoon Network. I that's not it's prime time, I get that, but why even But they compete? were at seven, they were an hour earlier. Why they even were... compete for those eyes? Like I don't understand. Well they were early. They were earlier in the evening. Four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should have said your TiVo. Yeah. I'll be waiting for you in your jammies. See I I, I don't like how Cartoon Network can handle the D C properties of late anyway. Oh god, no. I can't stand go Teen Titans or whatever. Well, but well, I don't. Know, the interesting thing about the core thing for me, from my point of view, is that yeah, I was one of those people watching it online, so I didn't really give it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that wasn't an option that was available until last year. Well, and uh, what was available? Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well. So what you're what you're saying is that you're not helping. <laughs> I don't. I don't have cable. Well, oh yeah. Um, Did you see Brian? Can I think it was Brian? I don't know if it was Brian or or. I think it was Brian. They put that the the Cora and she <laughs> she they made her look like um like kind of like a Charlie Brown character, a big giant chibi head, but not like eight uh, not like anime chibi head, uh, and she's shivering out in the cold. We're not canceled. It's just Cora's not canceled. Moving online. We'll talk at SDC. Thanks for caring. And it was like it's like literally I think judging from that image, that that's not. I don't think that was supposed to reflect. Like, like fan feelings I think it was supposed to reflect like the creators feelings like like they'd just been told out in the cold. that we're not ca- yeah they're, they're, they're metaphorically and literally out in the cold and that they've not been canceled one positive thing do you think that this will give Brian even though it's already in okay that's a like it's a fan short thing for for Brian Konietzko and the other creator whose name I can't remember it, do you think that it'll allow them because they're online to just say fuck going for just kids let's do more mature storytelling because we know who our audience is well apparently book four is already in production so I, well, I like, guess it can't it, change it that already, much yeah it's already in the anime series. although uh, frankly they had to change book one which a lot of people gripe about but it was meant to be a miniseries and then when they're like we're ordering you four seasons they're like well we may have to change a few things mm-hmm. so they were mid-production on that I, I guess to a certain extent you can but yeah. it, judging from how how deus ex machina that made season one i would say that that it's probably fair that they don't do that for the yeah. fourth season do you I envision mean, a this, fifth season i guess is the question though well i i would be surprised at that point i'm i'm, I'm sort of hoping that it, they sort of just say well we we you know we, we had tried. the story we uh, i'm assuming because they haven't been renewed for a fifth one or fifth season for a while they have an end point for book four so we don't have to worry about them leaving us hanging. Well, yeah, because it started as a as a miniseries in the mm-hmm. first place where they had a story to tell they wanted to tell it. Yeah. I feel like the fans are, are kind of a mix. They're like either really supportive of their actions or deeply unsupportive. And there, I mean, there's a lot of fans out there who are like, Really devoted to like stupid love triangle things, which that just yeah, it destroyed the second and third season of the show almost. Like the Mako thing, I don't care. Uh, speaking of other shows that moved online, actually, I had something to argue. Oh, okay, go for it. Go ahead, yeah. I think the the love triangle episode in the first season of Korra is fucking hilarious. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> Did it need to continue to season two? I've lost my memory. Let's make out. Um, I yeah, that other chick. Yeah, the sheer fact of how funny it was. Can we say, like, Asami... Like, standing in the background is like, mm, mm, mm. It just, I don't know, just... Bowen's always was, funny, though. Well, yeah, but the whole thing was funny enough that I didn't care. It just made me laugh. Asami, <laughs> Asami is the best character on that show, just because, like, she, she's just, like, she just deals with shit. Like, like, oh... You you just imprint my dad's the villain. 
Okay, we should still stop him. It's morally right to do this. Yeah, yeah. Second season, like, oh, the avatar. I thought she was an evil bitch the entire time. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, it it was, she's it just was... a nice person. She's just a really nice person. Like, somehow she's still gal pals with the avatar <laughs> after making out with her boyfriend for two years. Yeah, part of it was just sort of like, uh, yeah. And destroying time, her company. The first time she showed up and how well that went for Marco, oh, yeah. I was like, she's a bad she's guy. She's got to be the villain. Because <laughs> she shows up in such a cool way. She's on yeah. a motorcycle. She looks like a villain because she looks so badass. So like you're a like, femme fatale like, to a certain degree. I'm like, this is going to be this season's Azula. It's going to be awesome. And then and, uh, that's not how it turned out at all. No, she's just, she's she's just a good egg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, you want, you need to borrow, you need to borrow my financial resources to liberate your, your kingdom? I mean, it's not like you put my dad in prison, but why don't I go rescue, why don't I go rescue your dad from an ice prison? Let's do that. Let's, let me, let me, uh, let me make a suicide mission, uh, at the North Pole. Uh, no, let me fly the plane. Let me fly the plane while you guys do all this shit. <laughs> and yeah, it's just like she's been incredibly helpful. She yeah. doesn't let any of it get to her. And she's saved the world like four times. Yeah, yeah. Asami for Prez. <laughs> <laughs> President of the New Republic. Uh, David and Andrew are both on their phones. So. What, what I was... to, be, to be fair, to be fair, you guys were talking about, about the stuff, and then we had the well, Guardians bit for Andrew, so... Well, Andrew's been on his phone for a long time. I know. Uh, well, just... Uh, <laughs> just... Speaking of a little bit of community news that I I wasn't sure of before Comic Con, is the fact that it's still going to be weekly on Yahoo. Yeah, hmm. but apparently it's not going to air until after like Christmas or something. Yeah. Yeah. I actually heard uh, Dan um, the documentary for Harmontown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be released. I think in September. September. Yeah. And they're going to do and they, another think, tour, right? Yeah, he's going to do another tour. Yeah, I'm so sweet. Yeah, I'm excited as fuck about that. I'm gonna, I should probably go since I was on the poster. Yeah, yeah, I know. Weren't both of you guys on the poster? No, it was just... No, it was some other guy wearing a Spider-Man hoodie. They yeah. did not interview that many people. They said that in total there was only about 114 interviews. Still seems like a lot. That's a lot, but there's, <laughs> at least, there's about a half a percent you're chance both that you're in both it. in it. <laughs> Uh, that, uh, it would be cool. Considering the amount of times they sing Pringles Dick, they probably really do <laughs> focus on that show. The show well, actually, that, I guess... Uh, um, I was listening to the latest Harmontown and Jeff Davis. I was listening was, in the in the car, so I might have heard this already. <laughs> yeah, Jeff was talking about how the one of one of the notes he had about the documentary was that they don't go over the origins of a oh, yeah. chicken noodle dick <laughs> or uh, chicken noodle. He said it's in uh, the it's in the deleted yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the bonus feature of the DVD. Huh. He talks about like he they were just literally they were just freestyling, so they were like just name a word. Nice. And then say dick after it. Oh, there's a chance that we're all in the damn documentary, to be honest with you. Yeah. Who are these loud motherfuckers? <laughs> well, he did talk to both of us, so I mean, right. there's, a, there's a slim chance that we might be in it as well. No, because they were busy recording those two. I don't think they were recording, <laughs> I don't think they were recording the, the fan session. I just remember getting the text that night. some B-roll footage. Yeah, yeah, some B-roll. We might be in the background and be like, hey! Yeah. We were the, one of the first people in line as Dan and... Uh, yeah, as we're just sitting there yeah, on our phones. Those two are on their phones looking down as Dan Harmon is walking right past them like yeah. this far away. <laughs> I'm like, hi. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I'm on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. 
You can look me up as Micah's Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep listening.